you should be a monster. Because everyone says, well, you should be harmless. You don't want to be too aggressive. You don't want to be too assertive. You want to take a back seat. No. You should be a monster. And then you should learn how to control it. The definition of being aggressive is forceful and sometimes overly assertive pursuit of one's aims. In combat, almost nothing will happen the way you want it to if you don't force it that way. The enemy, nature, time, there's all kinds of things that, that are going against you. It's a losing battle. And if you don't use force of will, then, then you're not gonna get it done. What it means is, is you need to make things happen. This is the good thing about being aggressive. Sure, there's, there's certain parts of your nature that are aggressive, but it can also be trained. You can start to think with an aggressive mindset, which is I am going to take action. I'm gonna overcome obstacles. I'm gonna push through roadblocks. I'm not gonna take no for an answer. And th those are things that you can train. There's so often times where people, they get told no or they hit an obstacle and it's game over for them. They're just done. They're done training. They're over it. And your attitude, you have to go, okay. Little, little roadblock. Cool. How am I going to get through it? How am I going to get around it? What I need you to do is evaluate yourself today. Evaluate yourself to see where you are in this race of life. Many of you don't even realize that you've been racing to the finish line. This life is a race. Some of you need to be pushed to start running because you've been walking or you haven't been moving for so long. And you don't even know that you're in a race that all of us are competing to win. But it doesn't matter where you finish. It matters that you run after your goals and your dreams. The way to live is to run after your dreams, to run after your goals, and to run after that finish line. There may be things in your life right now that's holding you back from running, but you have to break through those things. They're there to hinder you, but you can't let it force you to stop running. Chase your dreams, chase your goals. I don't know the situation you're in right now, but the situation that you're in is not your future. It's not who you really are. It's not your full potential. The sky's the limit, but it all starts from within. It's all up to you. You should be a monster. You have to be hungry for greatness. You got to go through it to get to it. You got to understand that there are going to be many circumstances that will require your full undivided attention. You got to go through it to get to it. You have to understand it has to be a unique Mindset. Setting a goal and then going beyond it. Realizing that there's work to be done. Making sure that all of the strings are attached. And make no mistake along the way. Now it's true that we all make mistakes. And we will have many setbacks. But there's always room for a comeback. To understand this, you must realize that you must humble yourself, but yet be hungry enough to go after it with everything inside of you. Everything that is required depends on you. Having the mindset that regardless of anything that is around you, that is surrounding you, that is trying to drag you down. You must have the mindset. 
You must be strong! You must be resilient! You must be driven! And you must be able to take whatever's coming at you! If you stumble, if you fall, have the ability to get up! But you can't depend on just your body to do the work! You must understand that it's a mental fortitude that will get you through it all. So many people don't have this fortitude. They don't have this attitude. They have no faith in themselves. If you, you as the individual, can take the first step, then perhaps many more will follow. There's always going to be ups and downs in life, man. There's always going to be bumps in the road. Things that ain't going to go as planned. Unexpected stuff's going to happen. You're going to face some pain. You're going to face some tough times. And if you ain't trained your mind to be prepared for it and how to handle it, it's going to break you. The secret is to work on your mindset daily. Work on the way that you see the world. Otherwise, you'll live your whole life seeing the world through someone else's eyes. You'll be a creature of circumstance. You'll be a victim of your life and not the master of it. Read books, listen to audios like this one. Start learning about why you do the things that you shouldn't do and why you don't do the things that you should. It's all because of the way that thing between your ears is white. But know this, you're in control of rewiring it whenever you make the decision to do so. At any moment, you can take control back of your life and start creating the life that you deserve, not a life that someone else has paved out for you. And when all of the struggle comes, all of the bad times, all of the dark times come around, which they inevitably will, you'll be strong enough to take it head on and it will make you rather than break you. You have greatness inside you, let me tell you. Unlimited potential, but you have to train your mind. Every single day, things are gonna happen outside of your control. The weather, terrorism, coronavirus. But you can't control any of that shit. All you can control is how you choose to look at situations. You can control the information that you're letting in here. Never forget that you can have anything in this life that you want if you're willing to go and get it. You've got to have belief. You've got to have belief and that belief comes from working on your mindset every single day. Remember this. You can be a victim of your life or the master of it. There is a self-destructive side of yourself. There is a self-destructive side to every single one of us. You can't be here without a shadow. There is no light without shadow. There is no being without shadow. There is no day without night. The self-destructive side of yourself is just as important and intricate to your wholeness as your seemingly more positive or resourceful side. Successful people don't make the right decisions. They make all kinds of bad decisions because successful people have shadows too. The difference between successful people and others is that successful people make their decisions right. And making your decision right begins with taking full responsibility, ownership, and loving your destructive side, your shadow side. Knowing thyself is first, foremost, primary, foundational, and means way more than anything else. When you're ready to be great, greatness shows up in front of your eyes. Indulge in the pain. Feel the pain. If you've got a broken ankle, just feel the fucking pain. When you're working out, you just like, you want to die. Feel the death happening in you. Feel the pain happening in your legs as you rep out one more squat. Because it'll be all the more pleasurable when you reach the inevitable other end of the spectrum where you're laying in your hammock, sipping on a protein shake. Boy, I really went hard. I really went hard on that set. I really went hard in that relationship. I really went hard in school. I really went hard in my career. 
decision isn't about fixing yourself or remedying the problem. It is about self-acceptance first. When you can fully accept your shadow and all the things in them, they no longer manipulate you from the dark side, from your ignorance, from your unconscious. When I make this decision and I get this result, what is God trying to show me? What is my inner being trying to reveal to me? What part of myself have I denied and now is manipulating me from the underworld? Your shadows, your destructive side, those things that you have shoved down in your deep, dark unconscious, oftentimes contain the greatest gifts you've been given. Love your destructive side. Accept your destructive side. Remember that it is equal in part to your light side and it will always be there. Now we live in a world that causes us, forces us, conditions us to look outside ourselves for answers. This is normal and natural based on the conditioning we've received. Meaning that where I stand is never good enough because I need reference for that to be validated. I need, like you say, relationships, friends, family, school, and work. I need other people, other circumstances, other reflections to show me my worth. This is the fall of man. This is where we lose ourselves, and this is where we get knocked off of our ground, my man. It is never our job to get anyone else to believe in, trust, or accept our stance. It's never our job to be right. It is always our job to be true. If those bad memories come and you notice that an anxiety rises in your belly and chest, then the time is now to do something physically to expel it, to exercise it. When you see greatness in anyone, what you're seeing is your own self-power personified right before your eyes. I am you, you are me. Together we rise. It doesn't matter if the world is crumbling down around you. It doesn't matter what's happening. You gotta look outside the box. Where are the warriors? Let's say, I'm gonna make a decision and I'm keeping it. Devotion, discipline, devote yourself to something bigger. Be decisive about what you're gonna do. Say, I'm gonna do it and that's it. And then be disciplined about getting it done every single day whether you be like it or not. You will always be left with what you came here with, which is the passionate, blueprint of your authentic self-expression found in your heart, my man. That is the journey. The journey isn't to stack your bank account or to stack toys. That's the lie. That's what we've been fed. That's what we've been told. That is a byproduct of one of two things either lying to yourself and lying to the world and sacrificing your soul so that you can have those things hoping that they will bring you joy and pleasure or living authentically. And when you live authentically, those things will either be added to you because that's a part of your path or they won't. And you got to be okay with that. Because if you're focused on the outcome rather than the journey, rather than the art, rather than the self-expression, the poetry, the authoring of your own life, being the authority of your own life, you're going to be living as a shell of yourself. It might be a shiny, flashy, expensive shell, but just a shell, my friend. If you're being yourself and being your truth, you have no desire to push anybody else off of their truth or try to bring them onto your truth with your righteousness. 
Every single limitation that you have is designed to make you a bit stronger, either by teaching you how to move over, around, or through a brick wall, or shedding light, becoming enlightened about your shadows. Would be a little bit game, you gotta figure yourself out. You gotta start dealing with yourself objectively. If you know you're fearful, get very clear about what you're fearful about, why you're making choices in your life based on that fear, and then face that fear. You think yourself as a loser. You really do, that's why you can't win. Oh, I don't feel so good today. Get your lazy, sick ass up out of bed. Take those very things that you've been resisting. Look at them, question them, look at them from multiple different angles. And then integrate it into your wisdom, into your being. So you made your bed, now you gotta sleep in it. Just be okay with that. Take responsibility for that. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Feel empowered by the fact that you are a creator in your life. You're a manifester of circumstances. You did something and you made something happen. Every moment comes with its yin and yang. Every moment comes with its light and dark. Every moment comes with its good and evil. The idea is to be fully present in the moment so that you can experience it all in its rawness, in its intensity, in its purpose. Each moment, its purpose is itself. We're not needing to do anything more. We're needing to get out of the way and let our truth shine through. Always go to virtues, always go to character, always go to who you're not being or who you're being. Open up to your intuition, open up to your higher consciousness, open up to your truth and stop letting fear-based consciousness based on past shit keep you stuck, bro. You gotta breathe. I wanna feel life. That's why I'm not afraid of pain. That's why I'm not afraid to take risks. Not because I'm courageous, but because I'm crazy about life. I love the rain. I love the elements. I love the way it feels in my body, man. When I see people afraid of the rain, I say, boy, you're afraid of life. Oh yeah, they got you pegged as a loser, bro. They got you pegged as a loser, sis. But what they fail to realize is that your internal will is strong and still, and even if the playing field is not even, you will never surrender until there is absolutely no air left in your lungs. See, they didn't realize that every setback, they didn't realize that every bad day, they didn't realize that every sad day, they didn't realize that every so-called failure, disaster, missed opportunity or tragedy was just a building block of strategy. And the agony, the pain, the heartache, the misery was put in place to give you the strength to rewrite history. Therefore, it should be no mystery when you make a special delivery to the doorsteps of victory. See, once again, my friend, some of you out there are still in the dark. <laughs> and I get it. You need a boost. You need a spark. So let this serve as your spark to help bring you out of the dark because I need you to be hungry like a shark. So please, turn the lights on when I'm talking to you because I said they didn't realize that every setback of your life, they didn't realize that every bad day of your life, they didn't realize that every sad day of your life, they didn't realize that every so-called failure, disaster, missed opportunity, a tragedy was just a building block of strategy and the agony, the pain, the heartache, the misery was put in place to give you the strength to rewrite history. Therefore, it should be no mystery when you make a special delivery to the doorsteps of victory. And you will because you have been patiently waiting for this moment, cultivating and calculating, using the pain of your life to derive the energy from what was once a deprived and wasted synergy because your own worst enemy has always been you. But no longer. The days that used to be sad and blue are now giving way to the days of the new you that has grown and grew to new heights and clear skies that are sunny and blue. 
You made the choice to clear your old canvas. And with a fresh set of mental paintbrushes, you drew your desired outcome and took the necessary steps to make sure it came true. For so long, you've known you had an inner beast inside. But you were scared to bother it. For so long, you've known you had an inner beast inside, but you were scared to bother it. That's just like planting a seed and then never watering it. Never making sure it's provided with exposure to sunlight, basically just squandering it. But that version of you no longer exists. Because from the depths of your inner soul comes your inner beast and you are now honoring it. That seed that was planted in your soul has been patiently that seed that was planted in your heart has been laying low for the perfect time. That seed that was planted in your spirit has been storing energy. That seed that was planted in your mental has been digesting and processing. And when all of these forces came together, they created the perfect storm that set the stage for your inner beast to be born. That set the stage for your inner beast to take form. That set the stage for your inner beast to transform. That set the stage for your inner beast to break through and swarm like a large group of bees. And now you're ready to sting anyone that stands between you and the stamp of greatness needed to make your successful transformation so if you have any doubts, let them fizzle. Because now you're locked in on your target like a missile. <laughs> Wait a minute. Make that a heat-seeking missile. Because you're so hot that you sizzle. And your vision is so clear that it's crystal. You now realize that any limitations you ever placed on yourself were always, always, always empty. So many of us experience an extended pregnancy as it relates to giving birth to our dreams, our gifts, our true self-worth, and ultimately our legacy. But our inner beast is way overdue to be unleashed to the world. And thus, it went from a gentle rub to a light tap, to a subtle kick, to a strong push, to a stronger kick, and even a stronger push. See that desire that's telling you to get up and go do? That's your inner beast. The passion to keep pushing through, that's your inner beast. That voice in your head that's telling you to believe, that's your inner beast. That yearning you have deep inside to achieve, that's your inner beast. The mental toughness to fall down nine times and get back up ten, that's your inner beast. The resiliency to fight to the end, that's your inner beast. The heart you display to persevere through the dark days, that's your inner beast. The fear you overcame to lead and trailblaze, that's your inner beast. Listen to me. Your inner beast is waiting patiently for you to release it to the world. On three, beast mode. One, two, three. No, come on. One, two, three. Come on. One, two, three. Don't give up. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't go, go pick it back up. There's a dream you left two, three years ago. Somebody told you you couldn't do it, and you internalized that foolishness. Stop listening to the haters. Shut them down. Shut them up. You want to shut your haters up, how do you do it? You do it by being successful. You don't do it by falling into their traps, doing what they want you to do, putting your head down. You don't do it by not being successful. Let me tell you what I learned. Nothing succeeds like success. And so pick your dream back up. Pick your goals back up. Kill a, kill, kill a noise. Shut them down. And surround yourself with people who will help you, who will help you, who will speak life into you and not death. People who will speak life into you and help you to get from where you are to where you want to be. It's your boy, E.T. Remember, remember, I don't care nothing about your past. I got one, too. Listen to me. You have the opportunity right now to make the rest of your life the best of your life.
you wake up at 3.30, some other kid's getting up at 3 and he's got 30, 30 minutes on you today. I need you to do me a huge favor. I need you not only to want to be a beast, I need you to live in beast mode. Because if you live in beast mode, you'll have what other people don't have. Listen to me very closely. Not only will you have what other people don't have, you'll do what other people can't do. So what is it? What is that one thing that you're saying that I am going to get this thing done and I'm gonna make my dreams become a reality? Everyone wants to be a beast until it's time to do a real beast do. Everybody wants to be a beast. Everybody wants to make their dreams become a reality. There's no one sitting in this room who say, I want to procrastinate. I don't want to get it done. I don't want to get to the next level. No, every person in this room, not only do you want your dreams to become a reality, you deserve for your dreams to become a reality. This is important. Seasons are always temporary. Say it. Crisis is not a permanent condition. It's just a season. And the key to life is what you have to do is organize yourself to outlast the season. That's all. As long as you're average, you're going to get what average people get. If you get to that point where you do exactly what you say you're going to do, you're going to get to the next level. But no one can do it for you but you. It's not over until I win. Life has taught me that you will grow through what you go through. Life has taught me that you will grow through what you go through. Life has taught me for every level there's another devil. Life has taught me the depth of your struggle will determine the height of your success. Everybody's got a dream. Everybody's got a goal. Everybody wants something in life. But many of you in this room right now, your beast mode is idle. Your beast mode is not turned on. And when you leave this place, I'm telling you, your life is going to go to a whole other level if you can learn to turn that switch on and keep that switch on. I outlasted the pain. There's 200 people or 150 people that start the class. There's a hundred helmets of people that quit. Grown men whose dream it was to be a SEAL that get there that did all this physical training and all this preparation and signed that dotted line and committed to six years and they show up there and they get to that training and they ring that bell. No one knows who's gonna make it through that program. The only way to know what's in the core of a human being is to rip that thing apart and see what's in there. And until you rip it apart and see what's in there, you don't know. What does it take to not ring the bell? Don't quit. People always ask me, what should I concentrate on, dude? What's, what's your advice for me going to buds? Like, don't quit. Don't quit. Like, train hard, don't quit. Well, if you want to be a good leader, you have to understand human nature. And the places where human nature reveals itself most clearly are times of extreme suffering and inhumanity. I had a bunch of hard-headed, very determined, thick-skulled guys that, you know, I had to get them to do what I wanted them to do. I had to get them to want to do. Trust is built on relationships. Relationships are built on trust. If you don't trust me, we don't really have a relationship. My first platoon, we were doing a training operation. We get into this tactical situation. Everyone in my platoon is focused on one area. Everyone's looking down their weapons, waiting for a threat to expose itself which means you got 16 guys looking down their weapons and I'm waiting for someone to make a call. I was a new guy. I'm waiting for someone above me in the chain of command to say, hey, move here or hey, move forward or, or make some kind of a decision. And as I'm waiting, no one's doing it. So, I, so I'm a new guy. I'm scared to say anything and I know I shouldn't say anything. So I'm just waiting and no one's giving an order. No one's giving any direction. So I wait longer. And this goes on for probably 
30 seconds or a minute, which is a really long time when you're trying to take down a target. And finally I said to myself, all right, I'm gonna see what's going on. So I actually point my weapon at the ceiling and I take a step back and I just look around. And, and I see that every single person in my platoon, including my platoon commander, including the assistant platoon commander, including the platoon leading petty officer, everyone is just focused on their weapons and no one's making a decision. And I can see this. And because I'm looking around and I'm detached from the scenario, just by, just by eight inches I stepped back. Stepped back and looked around. I can see what decision needs to be made. And so I, I summoned up as much courage as I could as a new guy, because new guys don't make decisions. And I said, hold left, clear right, which was a basic command that we had rehearsed and you would practice. And I expected someone to say, you know, shut up, <laughs> shut up, Jocko. But instead they repeated the command. They all said, hold left, clear right, which means we were gonna execute it. And sure enough, the guys on the left held and the guys on the right cleared and we, we got done. And instead of someone saying, hey, you need to keep your mouth shut, like one of the more senior guys said, hey, good job up there, way to make a call. So I looked at it and I said, wait a second, how could I have, a, as a new guy, have made a decision in that situation that was better than what the more senior, more experienced guys were making? And I realized it was because I took a step back and detached from it. So at that moment, I said to myself, okay, from now on, when I get into these tactical scenarios, I'm gonna take a step back and I'm gonna try and look around and I'm gonna try and detach myself from the chaos and the mayhem. And I started doing it all the time. In every tactical situation, in the land warfare, in the mountains, in the urban environments, I was doing it all the time. And I was able to like see what was happening. It was like a superpower to be able to see what was happening and make decisions. And so then I actually started doing it when I was having conversations. And if you and I were in disagreement and you started getting emotional, instead of me getting emotional back at you, I would just take a step back and be like, oh, okay, he's really, he's really concerned about this. Why is he so concerned? What does he see that I don't see? And I started actually just detaching all the time. And that became a very powerful tool in leadership that I use to this day. My second platoon, our platoon commander, the guy actually in charge of the whole platoon, he's not very experienced. He didn't listen, he didn't take advice, he didn't take guidance. Everything was like his way or the highway. And we had a mutiny inside of our platoon. We went to our commanding officer and said, hey, sir, we don't wanna work for our platoon commander. He, he doesn't listen, he's arrogant. And eventually what ended up happening was, this guy got fired as our platoon commander. And that left an impact on me because as I'm watching this going, I'm thinking to myself, why don't we like this guy? Why doesn't anyone want to listen to this guy? Why don't we want to follow this guy? And the reason, because he was arrogant and he didn't listen and he didn't give us any ownership of everything. Everything was about him. And that would, that would have made an impression on me. That, that would have left a mark. But the mark got left even more clearly because when that guy got fired, the guy that came in and took over for him was, was like, I hate to use the word legendary, but he was a pretty legendary SEAL, had a ton of experience, he'd come up through the ranks, and he had been stationed at every different kind of SEAL team, and he took over as our platoon commander. And I kind of thought to myself, well, he's gonna take over because we're a bunch of mutineers, and they need to put someone really strong that's gonna like whip us back into shape. So I was anticipating that we were gonna have this super hardcore guy. And, and this guy shows up, and he's, got a nice smile on his face and he's super humble. And I remember the, one of the first things he said to us was like, I look forward to working with you guys. And I was, it, it, the, that word right there, I'm gonna work with you guys. Not, not I'm in charge, I'm glad I'm taking over, I'm glad to be your commander. It was nothing like that. He said, hey, I'm looking forward to working with you guys. So all of a sudden it was totally different. And he started putting us in charge of things. Instead of him coming up with a plan, he would say, hey, you guys come up with a plan and let me know how you wanna do it. And all of a sudden we had all this ownership and that made me reflect on the way the first guy had acted compared to the way this guy had acted. And I realized how important it was to be a humble leader and to listen to other people and to give ownership to other people. In the third platoon, it was a good solid platoon and we had a good platoon commander and we were out in the desert doing some training and uh, some targets popped up. We start engaging the targets like we're supposed to and everyone gets in the prone position and is returning fire. And I did what I had been doing this whole time, which was detach. I kind of took a step back, took, shot a couple rounds, then kind of pulled back and looked to see what was going on. And I saw the call that needed to be made. 
and I gave the platoon commander a couple seconds to make a call, and he didn't make it. So you know, I call. I made the call. Peel left, and everyone said, "Okay, peel left," and we peeled left, and we left the scenario, and we got our distance, and then we stopped the training exercise, and we did a little debrief. And during the debrief, the platoon commander, you know, he said to me, "Well, why did you make that call?" And I said, "Well, I could see what we needed to do, you know, and you hadn't made a call, so I, I you know, I, I made the call." And he goes, well, I actually didn't want to peel left. I wanted to assault the target. And, and, and right there in that split second, I kind of thought to myself, well, like part of my ego flared up and I was kind of thinking, I, I could have said something along the lines of, well, you need to make a call faster. If you're not going to step up and lead, then I'm going to do it. Like I could have said that. But I realized at that moment in time, wait a second, I didn't need to make a call. The, the problem could have developed more. But for some reason, I thought that I needed to be the guy. And I said, no, you know what? You don't need to be the guy. Your leader, you need to support your leader. And it's not about you. And what you have to do is subordinate your ego and be supportive of the person that's in charge and you move forward together as a team. Because that's what it's about. It's not about me, it's about the team. There's a word that people bring up a lot and I think they're pretty interchangeable and it's relationships and trust, right? It's rela trust is built on relationships. Relationships are built on trust. If you don't trust me, we don't really have a relationship. If you want to be a good leader, you have to understand human nature. And the places where human nature reveals itself most clearly are times of extreme sorrow, pain, suffering, and inhumanity. And if we don't recognize what causes that, where that comes from, and that it's actually possible, then it's bound to happen again. So how does a lion become the king of the jungle? His mentality. You have heard it said that lions are the king of the jungle. But have you ever stopped and asked yourself, why? How can he be the king of the jungle? If he's not the biggest, the elephant is probably one of the biggest. He can't be the fastest because that's a cheetah. He can't be the smartest. So he's not the biggest, the fastest, or the smartest. So how does the lion become the king of the jungle? What separates the lion from the rest of the animals that crowns him as the king of the jungle? His mentality. That's the only difference of a lion and an elephant. It's the way a lion thinks. When a lion walks up and sees an elephant, he thinks lunch. An elephant thinks run. The animal kingdom respects the lion more than any other animal in the jungle. You see, lions hunt during storms, and they do most of their hunting at night. They hunt during storms because the noise and the wind makes it hard for prey to see and hear them. That's the lion's mentality. And it's all mentality. Lions walk around fearlessly, and they are in charge of their own destiny. I'm going to need you to tap into your lion mentality and conquer your territory. You do not have to be the biggest. You do not have to be the smartest. You do not have to be the fastest. But you must adopt the mindset of a lion. Have the love for your grit. Have the love with every rep that you push out. It is up to you to get the most of everything that you work so hard for. What is the lion's mentality? Fearless courage, bravery, leadership, never willing to surrender, and will fight unto death. Do you have a lion's mentality? Are you prepared to work? Are you prepared to dig? You got to fight, you got to push, you got to give everything you have. All you need is the power, the strength, and the tenacity to give it everything you got. Maybe you're just buried in debt, bills. Maybe you need to stand up for something you love or believe in that others don't understand. Don't stop. Do not give up. Do not give in. Be courageous. Be fearless in going after what it is you want to manifest in your life. Maybe you have tried time and time again and nothing has worked. Maybe you have become discouraged because you have been on the hunt for your goals for years with no rewards. Let me share something with you. Lions only hunt two hours a day and sneak the other 16 to 20 hours. A lion knows within those two hours, they have to give it everything that they have and everyone better get out of their way 
because they're going to destroy anything in their path. You must keep hunting. You must keep fighting. There's no guarantee that anything will pay off today. But if you keep going, there are possibilities. The only guarantee is failure if you quit. The guarantee of missing out on your next opportunity and creating the life that you claim you want for yourself. It ain't gonna be easy. It's not gonna be a walk in the park. There's always more to give. You got to be willing to sacrifice. You got to be willing to hurt. You got to be willing to yell out. Whatever it takes, keep pushing forward. Don't you give up on your life. Be brave. The lion is brave. Lions are ready to face danger and pain, and they go in 100%. Lions cannot afford to second guess their ability because it could cost them their life. How different would your life be if you were as brave as the lion? What could you accomplish? What would you attempt? What if you decided to believe in yourself and the gifts that you possess? How far could you go? How far could you climb if you just believed in your abilities? What sets you apart from the pack? Once an obstacle confronts you, you're going to kick it down. You're going to overcome. You're going to rise. If you trust yourself, it will come to you at the right time in which you need it. I have too much to accomplish to be satisfied with where I am right now. Prey doesn't lie there waiting to be eaten. Prey runs, jumps, and does whatever it is necessary to survive the unbreakable bravery of a lion. The lion doesn't stop fighting because if prey puts up a fight. How would your life change if you continue to fight in the face of adversity? What dreams would you accomplish? What barriers could you break down if you kept fighting even though life is putting up a fight? You're responsible for your results. You know what's best for you and only you know what it requires to live the life you want to live. You are enough and you have what you need to succeed. You are enough. You're equipped for greatness. You're powerful beyond your greatest imagination. This is the now, and I want to see you working. I want you to dig. I want you to feel it. I want you to struggle. I want you to hurt. I want you to bleed. I want you to fight, because this is that time. Show the world, and show up, and show out. You've got to understand that it takes grit, passion, and determination to get to the level of where you want to be. Beyond the sky, there's a great big universe. Now what are you going to do about it? Be brave. Never surrender. Only you know which path to take in each moment of your life. You must approach the path with bravery. Never surrender. Lions never surrender because they have heart. Lions are the king of the jungle and they cannot show any signs of weakness. Lions do not make excuses, they execute. And no matter how outnumbered they are, they're willing to die for their dignity. Do you have what it takes to keep going? Do you have what it takes to go that extra mile? Do that extra push-up? Run that extra lap? Lift that extra weight? What if you don't surrender? They may be smarter than you. They may be faster than you. They may be bigger than you. But because you have the mentality of a lion, you will win. You will not be dethroned. You will not be defeated. You will not be detached from your purpose. You will have everything you want because there's a lion within. But I'm king of my jungle because of my mentality. It's gonna be a dog fight. I would love to tell you that on the road to success, everything is going to work out. It's not. It's going to be a dog fight. On the road to success, I lost five aunts to cancer. It's a dog fight. In the midst of my business, I lost aunts. I had to go to funerals. We had to get on a plane. We had to drive. We had aunts that are close to my age who died, who didn't have insurance. We had to raise money. A dog fight. I had cousins shot in stores, execution style, shot back in the back of the head twice. It's a dog fight. Like you don't see that on YouTube, you don't see that on my TGI. It's a dog fight. 
my wife three years ago. Seven legions following her brain. It's a dog fight. It hadn't been easy. It's a dog fight. It hadn't been, the road hadn't been success. Like it's just a paved road and like each he go this way. It's been rough. It's been crooked. It's been hard. But I've made up in my mind that I will get a reward for the pain that I go through. I will not stop in the middle of the process. I will not be defeated. I will not be destroyed. I will take everything that happens in my life and I will allow the pain to push me to greatness. You will not break me. You will not stop me. You will not defeat me. The only way I lose is if I quit. It's going to be a dog fight. And so if you're ready to quit, then don't get started. If you're ready to quit, don't get started. If you're looking for this easy path, don't get started. If you think they're not going to close the door on you and say no a million times, don't get started. But every time they close the door, I just get excited. Why? Because I am not a no. I'm one yes away. I'm young, I'm one yes away. You can't keep telling me no forever. You can't keep denying me forever. This type of energy, this type of passion. You can't stop it. You can contain it for a while, but you cannot stop. This is life. And you can't defeat me. There, there is not, you don't have enough power. You don't have enough energy. You don't have enough strength to stop this. Contain it for a year, you might. Two years, you might. You do not have hate. Does not have enough energy to destroy love. You cannot destroy this. It did happen to me at 19. It did happen to me at 20. It did happen to me at 30. It happened to me at 40. After I had been through all the all the pressure, I thought I could go through. Like that, you finished with all the pressure. I said, Yeah. I said, Let me bring on the heat. Then when I went through the pressure and the heat, y'all, I thought it was over. The creator said, now you ready to get cut? You said you wanted to be great, son. You said you wanted to travel the world. You said you wanted to help people, inspire people. And you gotta be a diamond. In our armed forces, let's just pick one, the Navy for instance. The first thing they teach you, somebody, somebody over here, help me out. You are in the Navy, right? You're going, they're teaching you war, right? What's the first thing they teach you? The first thing they teach you, the very first thing they teach you is how to respond when you have a jam gun. And number two, how to carry a dead body. That's the first thing they teach you. They don't teach you how to defend yourself. They don't teach you how to swim. The first thing they teach you is when your gun is jammed. The first thing they teach you is a uh, dead body, how to carry a dead body. And somebody tell me, why would they start you there? That's the worst case scenario. That's what you're not prepared for. That's what you're not thinking. You're not thinking when you go out there to defend yourself that your gun is going to jam. You're not, you're not thinking when you go out there that your boy gonna get killed and you gotta drag. You're not thinking that. So listen to me. It's not, it's not hardships that hurt us. It's not my cousin getting shot twice. It's not my cousin spending 50 years in jail. It's not my eyes dying of cancer. It's not my wife being diagnosed with seven legions on her brain that will break you. What will break most people is you didn't prepare for that. So when you put all your little goals and all your little dreams together, it's not the thing that broke you that broke you. It was you never even thought about the fact that you could be broken. They say it's going to be a dog fight. And if you solved, this ain't that you want to get out now. <laughs> this is where you like, I quit. But if you're willing to say, I'm not going to quit. I guarantee you, whatever success you want to have, you're going to have it. You will not outgrind me. You won't outgrind me. You can be smarter than me, you won't outgrind me. I get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and do videos. I'll do a video at 3 o'clock. I'll do a video at 2 o'clock. I'm putting out so much doggone content, they can't keep up. They smarter than me. They better than me. I, I admit, I got a GED. I ain't the smartest person in the world, but I get up and do this for DD. I do this every day for Didi. 
because of what Didi did for me. I do this for my kids. My daddy wasn't there. I do this for my family. You can't stop me. The reason why some of you could be stopped is you doing it for yourself. And guess what happened when you get tired? When you grinding, and when, grind, when you grinding, grinding hurts. Grinding is a sacrifice. Grinding costs. When you're grinding and your body tell you you hurt, when you're doing it for you, you stop. You never, you never prepared. You never, you never prepared for worst case scenario. And the reason why ET is standing here, because I'm prepared for it. If you know anything about me, I still lay on floors. I still eat chips off the floor. I still do some stuff that to most people is crazy, like E.T., why would you do that? Because I'm always prepared that we may not live in that house one day. One day something might happen and we might have to go back to that. And if I have to go back to that, it's not going to break me. The thing we covered the most, that for a diamond to be produced, it must first go through extreme heat. Extreme heat. Extreme pressure. You hear what I'm telling you? For a diamond to be produced, it has to go through extreme pressure, extreme heat. And if that wasn't enough, what makes a diamond a diamond is the cut. So I put, you are put through, if you want to be a diamond, you must go through extreme pressure. If you can't take pressure, then you're not a diamond. After you go through all the pressure you thought you could not handle and you think it's over, then they turn on the heat. Of all the stuff I've gone through in my life, eating out of trash cans, sleeping in abandoned buildings, the worst thing that ever happened is when I went to the hospital and they told me my wife had a chronic illness and she might not be able to walk one day. People say, E.T., ask C.J., it never broke me. Why? Because I've been broken so much. Defeated so much. I've been disappointed so much in my life. But I know what it feels like and I can handle it.